Hello, and thank you for joining us on a new episode of Why Theory. I am your co-host, Ryan Engley, joined, as always, by co-host Todd McGowan. Todd, how are you, buddy? I'm good, Ryan. Feeling pretty immoral this morning. <laughs> it's, a, it's an immoral morning. It's We're an immoral going... morning, yeah. I feel I had unclean <laughs> thoughts, and I, I thought it'd be perfect for an for a episode on secular morality. That's right. Okay, so we are talking here about secular morality, uh, and we eventually also uh, religious morality, and a sort of split uh, dichotomy, tension, if you will, uh, between them that uh, is extant in our current political uh, reality that is uh, formative, I think, of um, a lot of different uh, political beliefs. So, Todd, if you don't mind, I am going to uh, not let you talk, and I'm going to define secular morality uh, for for the listeners. I would like Um, them. You would like that, okay? Yeah, so I'm I would gonna like def- that, yeah. All right, okay. So uh, this harkens back to some uh, to an idea uh, we introduced in a previous episode, but we're going to fully explore it uh, here and right now. But just for right now, for just a very to be basic- clear, you introduced the idea. So this is okay. your idea. So. All right, okay. This is this is my idea. So that there is um, that, that there exists a um, a split. Uh, in uh, contemporary society. We're going to speak particularly in American uh, terms, uh, obviously, uh, myopic as we are. Um, But I think this is the world, I I think that's, I think the, I think, I think you're not giving your idea the full credit because I think it is, it is sort of full Western idea that it's not just like in Europe. And I think it's still, it has a lot of, I think it, and it's wide enough. Mm. I mean, I think we'll talk mostly about America, obviously, but I think it's a, I think it's a full, Western phenomenon. Well, I take that back, and my idea is genius, and you all should appreciate me as the genius that I am. Uh, well, uh, that was my point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Thank you. So, uh, yeah. So, um, secular morality, um, I would just define as a working term right now, would be like a, a non-religious, non-religiously derived uh, beliefs in fairness, and so that's just going to be our, our working definition for right now. Uh, some. Uh, I'll just give an example right off the the bat, like a, a a secular a secularly moral position or morally secular position. I think is probably the better way to put that uh, put the adverb uh, is to like of course um, uh, bathroom access for uh, pe- for uh, transgendered people, right? Who can, they have access to the bathroom that conforms to their gender identity, not to the uh, gender of their birth. Okay. That that's a secularly moral uh, position. Can uh, I give you an example too of a nice secular piece of secular morality? Um, sure. Sure. Our, our department chair and at university of Vermont, a department of English chair sent out, we were having a problem and a serious problem with, with male professors behaving inappropriately with female students, like not mm-hmm. going so far as to harass them, but you know, or harassing them, but not in a way that was, that could, they could have charges brought up against them. It was Discre- casual and implicit. Yeah, whatever. It just wasn't, yeah. for whatever reason, it wasn't bad enough. And so the department chair said, he sent out a memo to all everyone in the department saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a meeting, a mandatory meeting with all male identified members of the faculty. Right. And I thought, well, that's funny. Okay, so if I just say I'm not male identified, that I don't have to come meet you. I mean, so, but, but to me that, Use like that. W- that was a complete capitulation to secular morality. That way of, that way of putting it. Right. 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 Yeah. Anyway. Uh, no. De- no. Definitely. Like I think that that's. I think that in and he is. Your the chair is uh, speaking in the the terms of secular uh, morality, which I think 
Um, I also want to be clear here. Like, I think largely has it right. I think that this is that this is true. But there is a limit here uh, that we're going to be sort of exploring to the secularly moral position, which is kind of prohibitive. Okay, and so th- this is where um, <laughs> this is where things get like sort of like a, a little dicey, where the the imagination of the uh, secular morality in in politics is like. The point is just to kind of so like well the point is just for your chair to say things like that which is like I think it's it's kind of funny because it's it's uh, what 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 he's doing I mean it's nice that I think he put it that way but it's like he's performing he's performing for another right, right? like right, the, and right. and and it's not really like that um, I think the 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 there is the 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 belief on the side of secular morality that if we just if we just name things right, if we just have like an accurate taxonomy of phrases in culture, then we will advance to a more enlightened place. And that uh, is a it puts the cart before the horse. Like yeah, it's not I, a yeah, it's not a bad project. Like like it's not a bad idea. But if you think that's the end and you think that that's going to it's going to give us the great society, that's wrong. You will always be disappointed. Uh, well, yeah, and you want to jump in there. Yeah, I do. I, I, I So I think that that's a, I, th- I really, really like that formulation. And I think the, the, the way that secularity, secular morality manifests itself is as a prohib- prohibition on offensive speech, right? And offensive sure. speech is yeah. what you described before, thing that violates what we think of as fairness. And I think, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure... If and I, I think I think you're right. Like if we if we there's this idea if we cleanse speech perfectly, then that there's a utopic. Sure. That's a utopian project itself. Like we will achieve utopia if we clean if speech has been perfectly cleansed. And so I think one of the things that's fascinating about secular morality is that it doesn't concern itself with deeds at all. Like it's completely mm-hmm. focused mm-hmm. on what people say and not what people do. And I I, I was just thinking about this in terms of comparing presidents George W Bush and Donald yeah. Trump right like okay. every, yeah. like if you ask 99 people out of 100 they would say oh my god Trump far worse Bush mm. was like if we could just go back to the days of Bush and it's because i think Bush obeyed more or less secular morality but if you think about what they did i mean Trump mm-hmm. has been bad but in terms of just Number of people killed? It's not even close. It's like a, it's like a blowout. I mean, Bush is just—he's killed so many more, and and even if you yeah. just count the people he whose execution he oversaw in Texas, he probably mm. has killed more than Trump. So, it's it's to me it's fascinating that that Bush gets a pass, and I you know like we can think we talked about this before that his relation yeah. Michelle Obama's friendship with him is cute and it's nice, and there's nothing wrong with it because. He he obeys. He's a, he's acceptable guy because he mm-hmm. obeys secular morality, and Trump doesn't. Yes. Right. 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 And so this is the, and this is kind of the thing too is like to, to even push this further is like you want to see the difference between um, uh, 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 Trump and, and and Bush. Like just think about think about late night. You know yeah, when yeah, yeah. when you know the 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 John Stewart boom happened uh, during and perhaps because of the Bush years, and you know he he focused on the hypocrisy of the right and it was like fun and funny, but like it was serious. But right now, like you look at late night and the coverage of Trump and there's so much more urgency 
to end it's it's not unjustified right, right. like the, right. the urgency of like the the problems uh, that that his presidency uh, portend but you could have done you could have done it th- like that for bush like he, he that presidency deserved every bit as much as uh, ur- urgency and anxiety as this presidency deserves uh, right now and it and i think that you're right to focus on uh well, it's it, it it is about speech and it's not about deeds like and I, I think like I've said this to you before and I'm gonna give a sports example yeah. of this uh, that why well, I, I guess uh, overlays with politics is that you know one one of the one of the great cliches of um, uh, I don't know contemporary society is that actions speak louder than words right right, right. no one believes that no one believes it I know no I know. one believes that it's it's always it's like it's always words uh, words will paper over actions. Or words will allow people to finally see the acts that you have been doing. Like, yeah. that's the way that it actually works. And so the example I'll give is um, several years ago, the uh, a basketball uh, owner in the NBA in, in America um, named uh, Donald Sterling um, was taped um, saying some, and I'm going to use Bomani Jones, African-American sports columnist. I'm going to use his phrasing. Some He was taped saying some mildly racist things about... Um, his mistress uh, and his own basketball team, the his Los bad, Angeles yeah, Clippers, right. and uh, and they were taken. The it, it caused such a stir that the team was taken away from him. He was right. forced to was sell forced it. Forced to sell it. Yeah. Now this guy Donald Sterling um, is a land developer, a real estate guy, like Trump actually, and he apart from Trump has had to pay out. It's either two or three of the largest. Um, like housing discrimination payouts, right. like in right. American history, he been deliberately uh, like building properties and managing them. So f- for him, uh, so for Trump, it was he they they didn't allow um, African Americans to live in the, in their properties, and for Donald Sterling's, it was uh, Mexican people, yeah. like or Mexican Americans. He he had his wife pose as a federal investigator so he could go it so she could gain access to their um, apartments. The and to, to so he could drum up charges against them for why they needed to be evicted. Evicted, yeah. And yeah, and yeah. like and this is and he did all of this before he was the owner of the Clippers and while he was the owner of the Clippers. Right. And, and it's fine. It, it was it fine. fine. It was <laughs> fine <laughs> because because he didn't say anything mildly racist. And yeah, so yeah. you know, like, or he wasn't caught. I guess is actually the better thing. And so, um, you know, right? Because if so, you wouldn't have been taped saying the thing that was mildly racist then he wouldn't have been he wouldn't have lost his team either yeah what right. was that line three days of the condor that not getting caught in a lie is the same as telling the truth right right you know right. it's like right. not being not being caught saying racist things means that you can just claim that you're not like it's, it's so it blows my mind that the, the way that trump defends himself as not a is as as not a racist is to say i'm the least racist person I, like <laughs> wait so you're saying that you are like but like all but like the least amount like just the littlest bit and it's yeah. of course a lie because i mean yeah. again because of the the the, ho- the housing thing in his past and like right he he the, the thing in one of his uh stupid biographies about how he said that his um i remember this that his accountant was uh, was a black guy, and it, and, and it, it, he was so offended by it that it should be a short Jewish. Uh, no, he didn't say short Jewish guy. Jewish guy. He said it should be a short guy who wears a yarmulke all day, which is like 
Well, that would be Come a on. short Jewish guy. <laughs> that would be a short Jewish guy. But is but like I like his understanding of it is that it's just the wearing the yarmulke part. It's not yeah, the being Jew, yeah, you know. So yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, it, and like you don't even have to like you 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 don't have to go that you don't have to to, to scratch under the surface to have uh, evidence of like racist deeds for Trump. Nor did you have to do that for Donald Sterling. Yeah. But what got Sterling caught was that he said something, and so right. this is. Um, I think one way of understanding uh, one way of understanding how uh, secular morality like articulates in society, which is that as long as one uh, obeys and maintains sort of like norms of speech, like everyday parlance, yeah, you you can claim not to be committing the like various like actually harmful acts that you are committing like on an everyday basis. And well, I think that you yeah, right, please. No, I'm just going to say you don't even have to claim not to be committing them. They're, they're not even noticed. They're not right? even like, noticed. Yeah, like right, what right. you're doing, it just doesn't – I mean, our, the constant example we come back to is Tim Cook, the head of Apple, right? Like right, right, the, right. the production conditions under people which people make iPhones and mm-hmm. – you know, they're having an election soon in Congo, and they're the situation people mine cobalt in Congo. Like, that's yeah. that doesn't get like Tim Cook still can occupy. Like, I whenever I hear him morally condemn Donald Trump, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're allowed yeah. to morally condemn anyone in the world. I mean, it's 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 to well, me you know what it is. Well, but this is the I think this gets at at one of the issues, and and this is the issue of of just like again, like the um. I think, like, we're sort of dancing around it, like, uh, uh, about saying, like, political correctness. Like, I think political correctness as, like, as that which, um, uh, conceived of as a project that um, insists on uh, uh, on uh, sympathy and empathy uh, toward uh, groups, disadvantaged groups or historically, like, oppressed groups, I think that's, like, a, very, a worthwhile, like, project. But as an end, that it will bring the great society, that is sort of the problem. And and this, and what we see in the Tim Cook example is exactly, is exactly the issue, is that the reason why Trump can't counter-condemn Cook on the, the uh, conditions in his factories is that Trump is guilty of the same thing. Right, and, right. And it's because... It's because of, of capital. Like, if you're aiming this at capital, if, if like, if, if, if we, if secular morality shifts from a concern uh, with, like, language and, and, and speech to a, a concern with conditions of workers, and I think you're kind of seeing this a little bit with uh, someone like um, Ocasio-Cortez. Ocasio-Cortez, yeah. I think yeah. that, she, I think she's totally on this. Um, then you have, I think you you have a chance to change material reality. But if it's yeah. just, if it's on speech alone, and again, and that's the thing is that like it need not be one or the other. Like you can, that's sort of the 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 like the the problem, like the void at the heart of the like the political uh, correctness project as just that which regulates speech but does nothing for material reality. Is it's like why can't you do two things at once? Right, I agree. Go, with go, that. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, of I course you can do both. Yeah, I, I think that's right, and I but I do think that. I don't. I guess I would just say one thing about the political correctness. I think in term, if it's a project of civility, mm-hmm. then I think and and thus like not using certain terms because that's those are uncivil terms to use. Then I think mm-hmm. it's, I'm completely for it. But I don't right, think right. that you can. I don't think that you can pressure someone sure. to have sympathy. You know, like I think. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. almost think like if it's just performing civility. I don't see a problem with that. Like, I think that that, like, who cares what's in their hearts and minds? Like, as long as they're performing civility, (laughs) like, you know, I just think, 
who cares? Like that's the, you know, like that's the, that's the whole notion of a public, I think, is you can have your own, your private fantasies, your private, all your private mm-hmm. horrors that you keep that, and, but, but you can't, you can't say them out loud. And I think, I think one danger of political correctness is that it, it doesn't even allow you to have, or it doesn't want to allow you to have those private fantasies that are obscene, right? And I think that's the thing, that it targets that any display or any speech that evinces obscene enjoyment mm-hmm. is, that's what contemporary secular morality attacks. Like, that's the thing that it really tries to single out is mm-hmm. let's, tr- and so when you said let's create a world, the ideal is creating a world where we have the perfect there, we have totally non-offensive speech. I think you said mm-hmm. something like that. And I, I think well, I think that ideal is let's can we create a society in which there's no enjoyment at all that manifests. Yeah. Itself? Well, you said utopia, and that so there are two things that I want to get back to. One okay. Thing, good. Uh, yeah. But but you you uh, you said earlier said utopia, and it's really funny. Like, uh, who who have you ever read anything that's the, the like a, a utopian society would have no enjoyment because like like there just would not because there's no. Right. There'd be no differences between people. Like I, I like it's really funny that like when when utopia is imagined, like it's just fine. It's like all soft focus, you know, I know like I know. and 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 uh, and they're just they're kind of no issues. The only and I think most utopias are boring. The only utopia that's interesting is the world of Star Trek, because it's like they're leaving the like like we like we've advanced to from like so we like we've left earth which is in a place where we're only arguing about like policy to like make the world better and now we're going off into other galaxies into other places where there are difference you know like like that's i think so i think star trek is maybe the only like interesting uh utopian uh uh, utopian work yeah that's i like that idea i mean and and the way they generate interest is to constantly encounter the alien thing right like the Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. in other words it's like it's it's a constant john carpenter movie (laughs) like yeah that's right that's pretty good yeah i think Uh, that's right yeah the second thing i want to get at too is that i think that um i think that you're right that there is like a strand of popular um of political uh correctness as a project that is like well we need to like what it is is like you're policing your friends and you're policing everybody like in private but i think that that's is just speaks to the to the total to the victory that the only way one can be empowered is as an individual and not as a collective and it's a victory of the right and i don't and i don't think that um like I don't think that uh, so so what we, I think I talked about on a on a previous podcast about how like a um, like a basic diagram for how um, for how capital or capitalism works is that like you have the worker who is forced yeah, to yeah, sell yeah. their yeah. goods for for less than it's worth and since they don't have the product like the only thing that they can enjoy is their own exploitation and mm-hmm. I think that's what we're at sort of with that's what we're at with with uh, political correctness as a project is that like because it cannot because the limit is affecting like structural change that you have people who like, well, if I was able to change myself and that was empowering. So I'm going to in actually kind of in a, in a religious way, right? Like in in an event evangelical kind of way. So I'm going to give that gift. I don't say this like, uh, ironically, I'm going to give that gift to other people. And, and, and that's, and that's how I'm going to do that. And that's how we will build the great society is through the, through individual acts that build a collective. And that's not, 
how you build a collective. You don't you don't do it on an, on that individual level. You have to aim it at the structural level. So like all of that energy, and I think that you're right. All that energy that that like well meaning and probably like well read. Um, I, I think uh, uh, politically inclined people spend on like 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 rigorously like like purging themselves of like yeah. of of like oh i'm not going to shop i'm not going to get coffee from starbucks anymore cuz of like this incident i'm not going right. to i'm never going to go to mcdonald's and not only that I'm going to tell my friends who respect me. I'm going to tell them that I'm not going to like, like I'm not going to be around them if they're going to do this thing or that thing or whatever. All of that energy, if if instead of aimed at individuals, is aimed at say, you know, I, we I gave her example. Uh, we were talking earlier about like straws. It's like if all of the energy, and again, yes, there should plastic straws hurting sea creatures. Probably is a bad idea. Like, right. It's, it's a bad idea. We yeah. shouldn't have it. But you know yeah. what? Like if there was the same kind of political force against the 100 companies that produce 71% of uh, greenhouse gases per year, like that is, that is aiming at, at structure. That is like taking a collective of people who it doesn't matter what your like individual personal beliefs are. You don't need to be aligned perfectly. Uh, on an individual political level, but if you're aiming at that together, you are changing something that affects everybody like equally, like the environment. Like you can be- you could think climate change is a hoax or not, but the sea level is still going to rise. You know, you don't have to believe in, you know, like you you can believe in gravity or not, but when you drop something, it will fall to the ground. Yeah, like that, yeah. like it, like the, it, if it, that it, this is, you know, this is a, this is a truly universal uh, uh, thing, and so the success of the right and is just to get people to say like, well, you shouldn't eat meat. You shouldn't, you know, maybe like, uh, like we should just be vegetarians. We should feed cows seaweed to, to, to lower their own, uh, uh, methane emissions. Right. They're farting. Right. right, They're farting. Right. Like this is how we're going to, because, and this is the, this is what it's except because we'll never, we'll never regulate companies so we can only regulate ourselves right. it's like absolutely not right right so, but I, yeah. Th- yeah yeah so yeah. but that's where so that my my whole point was ju- like just to sort of in, in answer yeah. to, yeah, to yeah. what you said is that that's the only that's where enjoyment is found is in this like policing of the self because I don't know, like we're, we're so far away from like the enjoyment of the collective, like changing something structurally. Like, like, I don't know. I don't know. Was it May 68? Like when was the last time that we had something like that? Well, um, you know, Arab, and even Spring. That, Arab, Arab Spring, Arab Spring right. was in the, in, in the West. Uh, yeah, I, in the I, West, I guess. I, guess. You know? I don't know. I guess May 68, but I, I there's so much to what you're occupy, saying. I, but yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue, I yeah. love the yeah, Occupy probably. I, I love what you're saying. You keep referring to the great society. I love this Lyndon Johnson. Uh, yeah, right, illusion, right, right. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I, there's so much in what you're saying, and I, it made me think that that isn't isn't political correctness the wrong term because mm, it's okay. it's apolitical. It's, yeah, so it yeah, should yeah. be right. moral correctness, mm. and and because it's not. And I, I think this your what you said was beautiful. That it's it's a it's a, it's a way to avoid the political. It's a way to avoid. Make intervening in the structural, which is the political, yeah. right? And so, so yeah. the, that the and then I think you're right. Like, there's no enjoyment of larger political action. Instead, the only enjoyment is, I think it's really like the medieval monk who's has the whip and and, right. and flagellates himself. Like, I think that there's the, there's a that that is the form of modern secular morality, even though it doesn't mm-hmm. involve physical self beating. It nonetheless right. involves a kind of constant self-policing 
Like, mm-hmm. oh, I had that thought. Oh, I said that word. Oh, I mm-hmm. had that fantasy. Right. Yeah. Like anything and anything that I that that fall that that is crosses the line of obscene enjoyment because it involves what it involves like not thinking the correct way it involves yeah. maybe cruelty towards us. I mean that's the big one right like it yeah and that's yeah. why I think if you think about the words that are I was just thinking I was talking to my my twin boys then they the, the the words that are prohibited in their school and I, I was I was one thing that made me laugh was that the f word is prohibited and of course when I was a kid the if you said the f word it meant fuck and now mm-hmm. they they could say fuck in class and this teacher would say oh don't say that but if they said the other they're like no dad it's the other f word yeah it's, the homophobic it's, f it's, word yeah. it's the homophobic f word right and mm-hmm. then the other word completely prohibited is and is the r word so mm-hmm. to the because those words are thought of as wounding right like that's mm-hmm. the idea that if they're if the words are part of a of cruel like the jouissance enjoyment of cruelty then that those things get you can't they're so bad you can't even say the word right yeah it's interesting that like i, I think that uh, so one one way of i think like articulating sort of like a message from this like first like uh i don't know first uh part of our conversation is that is like a genuine political correctness would actually aim at correcting politics right in, right. Instead of in, in, instead of instead of uh, um, like individual uh, speech acts. Now, so what's so, kind so of can inter- I say? Can I can we oh, say this? Yeah. Can we say yeah. political correctness? Yes, let's have some. We haven't yeah, had any. Yeah. Uh, let's have yeah. some. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. I think yeah. that's excellent. Yeah. Uh, like, and it's true. It's like so the the um, the prohibiting speech. It's kind of funny. Is it, like to me is that what you went? What the the point seems to be is like well, like we're we're trying to protect, we're trying to protect people from, I think what we could identify as like, um, like a conservative or like a regressive, like, uh, um, like regressive acts. Okay. Or yeah. Like, like pe- people who like are, are doing these things that like are reminders of like, of, of either like, well, what are they reminders of? There are, are, are they not like words that remind one of structural inequality? That's right. That's you right. know? And, and so in, in kind of sanitizing or in, in, insisting on the sanitization of of speech like you 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 make it harder to see the actual the structure which produces the um the the inequality and you make it seem like it's an it's it's it is individuals who say things and it's individuals who do things but it is but it is structures and it is institutions and that's where the flaw is and so like let's let's take a word let's take a word let's take the word retarded right like sure like doesn't that word like, isn't the reason why it's prohibited? Because it, I love what you're saying. It's such a great point. That doesn't it speak to the, the, the maybe the greatest structural inequality in, in the capitalist world? Mm. That is that if you're, like, by some stupidity of, of nature or genetics, mm. you're just, you happen to be dumber than everybody else, then all of a sudden your life chances are, are just garbage, right? Like you, well, it's because you're not useful. Right. You, you're not right. useful in the same right. yeah like in in the capitalistic way like you your use value if you like is completely cut out because accommodations have to be made for you yeah and that's you know like there is um and that uh, and then that becomes and then you cannot say that word because it draws attention to this like radical exclusion that really is going on yeah yeah but can't be it, but cannot be uh cannot be acknowledged you know you know there, or changed a, yeah 
there's a um, there's a, a fiction podcast very popular called Welcome to Night Vale, and there's a, an episode uh, that c- kind of brings this to light where um, this this takes place in the I don't I don't explain too much about you, but like uh, too much to you about it, but but like uh, imagine if like the Twilight Zone was real and it was all in one place. Like that's like kind of like that's okay. kind of like night night veil. So everything okay. that happens there, every conspiracy theory, like it's all it's like it's all real and it's all okay. in this one place in the desert in this American Southwest. And uh the town of Nightvale is taken over by a corporation and the there's there are two characters who um who agree to go to Strex Corp and to live in into their great society, which is all about efficiency and capital like whatever. Yeah. And um uh his this guy's daughter is, she's a person with a physical disability. She, um, like she, she's in a wheelchair. And what they say is that like, yeah, we'll take your daughter and we'll fix her legs. And he's like, what? It's like, yeah, we'll just, we'll make it. So she can be like a, like an efficient worker. She can go right to work. And it was just like, and, and anyway, it was just this moment that, that, um, in this thing that sort of speaks to what you're saying is that like, we don't, we, we never have that. Like we know we don't have, we don't have that in reality. We don't have this, we don't have people who are so, um, uh, blindly like loyal to capital that they will say this, like, look, you like, like let's your child with autism. We're going to take him into this factory and we're going to fix him so he can be a worker. Right. And like, right. if that was the thing that happened, you'd be like, that's why this is, that's really why this is offensive is because the idea that like, um, the idea that like, like people who are disabled need to be accommodated for, that's actually offensive to capital because right. it just gets in the way of, it gets in the way of progress. It gets in the way of, of efficiency. It, 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 you know, it means that we have to take a little bit longer when we make a building. We have to think about these people. How many people? It's like the same kind of thing. It's like, like, um, there's this thing online is that handicapped spaces should only be, uh, like from nine to five. And like the great response is that like, you know, the handicapped aren't vampires. Like, you know, or, or, or something, you know, like, like, like what, like, what is, like, what do you think? Like, like, so, um, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's an all the time, it's an all the time need and it, it, it is a sometimes inconvenience to, to those who are able, but it is that inconvenience that is the, the greater crime. But if we, well, move, is it, is, is handicap space an object? Yeah. Isn't it, is handicap space an object? Go, uh, say more. Well, just because like, it's a it's an obstacle to you parking and to having the most direct the most access. place, you know, the direct access to the object. It's a barrier to your direct access to the object, right? And I think yeah, and and yeah. it's also a barrier to like a purely efficient society. That's what you're yeah. talking about, and that's yeah, that why is, that's yeah. this this nine to five thing. And I yeah. think that's I mean I think in a way that's why disability is maybe the key one, right? Like that's the Mm -hmm. key point of political correctness because that's the one thing, like you can, it's pretty easy to imagine a, a, I mean, okay, it would, maybe it's not easy to imagine a non-racist capitalist society. Maybe it needs, Mm. capitalism needs racism in a really serious structural way. I think that's probably true, but nonetheless, okay, Mm -hmm. let's say we can, but what we, I don't think it's possible to imagine a capital society where the fantasy of merit is and productivity and these kinds of things are, are that those get disrupted, you know? So yeah. I think, I think that's why I think in some sense, dis, like those slanders and slurs about disability are mm-hmm. always going to like, it, those are kind of the last, th- those are the, those are the core I think of sec of, uh, of secular morality. 
mm-hmm. or apolitical correctness, whatever the term we want to <laughs> we, we want to come use. up with. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's really interesting. Like, I think I think it's right to to see the um the the the, the handicapped parking space in that way because is it it is a um for I mean for like you know for a, for able people like I mean you can go through you can go through how how many weeks can you go through with with like forgetting that there are people that go through through like ev- like every day like yeah, accessing yeah. things like like yeah. not in the way that you do like you yeah. like for like it takes forever but then you see that and it is it is um you said object I think like uh, like it's like a it's a stain, isn't it? Too yeah, yeah, like yeah. on on the on the capitalist like like yeah. edifice, yeah. and it's so and like you can tell too like that um, sometimes when um, like when old buildings have like uh, they have to they're forced to like I mean, this happens a lot um, in in New England uh, where we have a lot of old buildings like what that you either get it declared a historical status so you don't have to make it um handicap accessible right. or you're you you know you have to make it that way and uh it's like i don't know like i, I can't re- readily give an example but like i i can't can't you like look at a building and you can see that like what like they 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 put in a ramp for for um for people who are get around in, in wheelchairs you know, like my my cousin does uh and i i can just tell sometimes where i'm like it looks like it was offensive to the people in the building that they had to even make that. Like it's like, yeah. like the, yeah. like the building is offended that yeah. it it's the like building has to cater yeah. to, 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 yeah. to different kinds of people. And, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I love so that idea. It, I love that yeah. idea that the building itself is offended. Yeah. And I, I do think that what, I think the crucial thing is that there's no condemnation of capital within secular morality, right? Like there's yeah, no, agreed. like that's yeah. the thing. Like you can, like you can accumulate as much as you can be the most obscene. Like where is the sense that there's a, an obscenity to wealth? And, yeah. and that there's an obscenity to saying the R word, but right. there's not an obscenity to wealth. I find that to be just mind boggling. You know, like yeah. when I think like I, I go down the street and I see people in these, I used to, I mean, I used to be much more of a militant than I am now, but I would see people in a limousine and I just would, mm-hmm. I would just get so, I, but I wasn't so much mad at them as just thinking like, how can you have so little shame mm-hmm. as to draw, as to show your, to, to parade your wealth out like that? Like there's, don't you get a, don't you have a sense of the obscenity of it? And I think there's yeah. no sense that wealth is obscene in, in, in the That's way the... that, in the way that, that certain you know, words ter- are, yeah. Words are, yeah, yeah. And it's interesting that, like, that's that's the thing. Like, it's easier to imagine that it's it's far easier to imagine that um, that speech, const- like that that changing speech would change material reality. And I think that there are, like, I think that over time, th- that th- that does happen. But it's harder for whatever reason. I think to imagine that wealth, like, alters political reality. Like, again, like you change that, like. And it like uh, is is Denmark the way that it is because like everybody's like really kind to each other or is everybody kind to each other because there's a very high tax rate on being rich and it's hard to become very rich but it's also very very hard to become very poor and uh, like like is, is that like I think actually Jim Carrey said this about um, Canada is that like people always talk about Canadians being so nice he says you know why we're nice we all have health care is yeah. like he's and i mean i don't think that's like literally the sort of the reason but but his point is that like there, there is a limit there's a point at which like basic needs are taken care of 
And that's what um, kind of creates. So, like, like the the Great Society. I'll keep saying it. Yeah, um, no, I like and, the term. I don't. I'm not. Yeah. I wasn't objecting. Yeah, oh no, no, I, no, I yeah, didn't think yeah. so. And so, like, I guess what what we're all everybody I'm indicting myself with this guilty of in 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 America is this idea that we we can we can have that but not compromise on capitalism. Right, and that's right. and that's sort of the thing that like. Uh, somebody, somebody, I think you were emailed by somebody who, who asked what was the signifier of the left. And, and my hope, my hope is that it's changing because the mainstream left signifier is compromise, but it's never, never compromise on, on capitalism. It's always, it's always, uh, like, so Claire McCaskill, outgoing Senator from Missouri and, uh, Joe Donnelly, outgoing Senator from, uh, Indiana, um, recently, uh, had warnings to the, the progressive, uh, bent that's uh, coming to take hold of the Democratic Party to say you will lose voters in the Midwest because you know people on the coast might be ready for Medicare for all, but in the Midwest you lose people. And like first of all, like I said this to you before, like you're from the Midwest. I am tired, and you probably, I mean, you haven't been there, like lived there in a while, but I'm sure you are tired of people from the Midwest being treated like they're either animals or children. And that, like, they, like big, like, complicated, like, intellectual ideas like Medicare for all are beyond them. Or that, like, or, like, people from West Virginia, like, I mean, you would think that, like, Republicans and Democrats think people in West Virginia, like, literally eat coal. Like, they don't need to eat coal to survive. Like, it's just, that's the industry that's there. And, like, if like if that was changed, I think they would just as well become people who supported something else. They don't have people, you know, dying early because of, like, all the various diseases and afflictions you get from working in a mine your entire life. You know? And, but, anyway... So, but these things are not, are, are like, you, you never compromise on the material conditions of people like that, but you compromise on Medicare for all. Joe Donnelly said that, um, it doesn't connect with people, but saying that you will, uh, work with insurers to lower their premiums connects with people. And it's like, what insanity is that? Like, I know, what kind I know. of technique, like that is technocratic language. It Medicare is, for all, I mean, that clearly, makes clearly yeah. what connects with people is let's blow up all the insurance companies. That, yeah, exactly. That's why, that's, love, that's why people love Fight Club. They're like, let's blow up all the credit card companies. That connects right. with people. Right. I mean, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to think that, that incremental, incremental technocratic solutions connect with people. I mean, I think that's right. right. And I think you're right. That was the signifier. But I do think that the secular... Don't you think if Obama, if the Obama of 2016 could travel back in time to the Obama of 2008, um, he would say, like, you need to abandon the idea that you're going to heal political division by bringing everyone together. Like, don't you I think he would so. have said that to him? I don't know. Like, I, he, I, I don't think he's learned his lesson. But I, <laughs> the one thing I wish he would have done is if he didn't hire Geithner and and Summers, that would have been... That would have mm. that would have that would have been a nice thing, but I I yeah, I don't know. But I, I think I do, it's like if your if your mistake is that you're hopeful that people were changed, like I think that's like a pretty good mistake to make. Yeah, that's but fine. Like it's but but that but anyway, like I think that 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 but I think that that's where it kind of comes from. Like that, I mean, you see the the compromises that like Obama like ardently believed that like he could reach like Republicans and that we could move to like a West Wing world where we're just talking about policy and we agree on basic truths and. That's not the case. But anyway, yeah, but, I interrupt. I mean, you. there yeah, is, a, yeah. there is, I think I had a more uh, kind of, I don't know what you call it, cynical reading of Obama. I thought that there was a possibility he would be like Reagan and, uh, and, and kind of transform what common sense was to mm. the left. And so the thing that we, we would agree on all these things and then thus the political terrain would just shift 
to the left, you know, and yeah. I, yeah, which I think yeah, has maybe. happened. I think that actually has happened in a certain way. Um, so, but I don't think because of him necessarily, but I, you know, I think that was Reagan's great victory was that he just, he shifted the terrain. Like when you talk about how you can't like any compromise about capital is unthinkable, that's Reagan's victory. Yeah. I mean, that's a Reagan yeah. Thatcher victory. So I yeah. feel like that's, yeah. and, but I, but I, to, just to get back to your point, I mean, I feel like that, that the, the secular morality is incrementalism. Yes, and I think it, so. it, it yeah. is tied, even though I think the people aren't the same, like the, uh, the secular moral, moralists are not Donnelly and McCaskill, but I think they, that it is tied to this idea of like compromise, make incremental changes in the individual, and then we'll get, that'll result in some kind of better or, or great society. And I, I think yeah. that that's a, that, that, is a mistake. That's a, that's a, that is a, that's not how things work. And I think what's interesting, this might be an interesting time to turn because I think what religious morality, I think Mm -hmm. has it more right, you know, it's because it's, it, it is much more concerned with the global situation and less concerned with the particular sin. Yeah. I think interestingly, because of course, Religious morality in its genesis is totally obsessed with the particular sin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And so I think I, it's interesting. Totally. Yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, so the yeah, so the initial point, the point that brings bring them together is like this is what we've been kind of talking about the whole time is that secular morality is far more exacting and demanding than religious morality right. is, and religious morality is freeing, whereas secular morality, uh, articulated in the way conceived of the way that we were just talking about it, like is. Uh, con- it's confining. It, it just, it, it, it is. And right. it need not be, I think we've sh- shown that like, it need not be that like, you could like a political correctness that is like actually aims at correcting politics and aims at capital. Like, I mean, that would be freeing and, and, and uh, for, for people. But the problem is that like right now, the, the only, the only pleasure that there is in the, the morally secular p- uh, position is to uh, regulate oneself and to regulate right. the others right. that one knows. And right. that's the only pleasure that you can get. And the enjoyment there is in like depriving yourself of things. Right. And right. so you can, you, if, if since that's the, that's the situation where, and I think that it's great to tie it back to like the, like the Reagan, the Reagan victory of like, like making like um, a transgression against capital, like unthinkable. It's yeah. like, so because political uh, correctness does not aim at, at, at capital, it does not aim at structure and aims at, at individual acts. Like it, you can so like, if you just think about it that way, you can see how like, the the religious morality of 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 like Trump that and the supporters, which seems to be like just wild abandon of just like people having crazy fun, like right. being being horrible. Like you can like can you not see the appeal of that? <laughs> like, like like you know think of the yeah. think of the enjoyment difference between yeah. CNN and Fox News. I mean Fox right. News is like a twenty four hour orgy. Yes. Right? Like it's an yep. orgy of like denial of facts and like yep. cr- wanton cruelty towards others, enjoy loving their victims. Like there's all kinds yeah. of it. There's just it's 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 like it's it's replete with enjoyment. And CNN yeah. is just like is is like we're going to counter every display of enjoyment with knowledge. 
That's yeah. their, that is their and, That's their, and they'll even put non-knowledge on so that right. they seem like fair and that they've compromised. Right. Like I, I right. like they'll they'll have Rick Santorum talk about climate change. Right. Like right. you don't exactly. need to do that. Like right. have right. someone have a scientist talk about climate change. Aim at capital. Like aim at the one hundred. As I said, one hundred companies that produce seventy one percent of the of the carbon emissions. Right. You know, right. like just you can just do that, and then that's there's your enjoyment, but. CNN won't do that because they don't because they're they've bought in like they've totally bought into the to the the compromise to well, like the, but also the, what the, they like, put on display thing. I mean I think CNN is doing really well right now because what they put on display is Trump's enjoyment right yeah and so, that's a good and they point, allow yeah. people to enjoy through him while they're hating him I mean that's yeah well, which is so the, obvious. which is the enjoyment yeah. right is yeah. through is the, yeah like the only like the only enjoyment is you're not that guy yeah right well, like no you I think I think you actually enjoy his transgressions like I think okay. you get I think you get a double thing you get to mm. feel your moral superiority and enjoy that yes. but you also enjoy like you get to hear him say the things and be like <laughs> like that's you know he gets to say those things isn't that yeah. it, you know so I feel like there's both things are going on I think mm. I think otherwise why this obsession with every little thing that he it's says true. you know well like, and then like, why have kellyanne conway on all the time uh, incredible. cnn it's incredible. like like she has a, a bedroom there you know <laughs> like in the offices like uh yeah. like yeah. yeah it's yeah. it's yeah it's crazy yeah <laughs> i so but i do think that the difference so i think well, first i want to say one similarity is both mm. secular and religious morality today i think are turn a blind eye to accumulation neither mm-hmm. there's no serious i mean there's a lot of forms of religious morality that are would condemn accumulation but they're not they don't have a wide audience and so i think the ones that have a wide audience are completely like joel austin they're they're embracing accumulation as a sign of one's moral rectitude which i find mind-boggling but on the left it's the same thing i think like on the left it's also like if you're wealthy that's a sign that you're moral like that's a sign that you're a moral being. Like Bill Gates yeah. is a moral. Bill Gates is an exempt. George yeah. Soros, they're exemplars of morality. Now, how can that be? I, mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't understand how that can be. And then I think so. You have that double blindness. But then I think the, the great thing about religious morality is it's a. You were just saying this. It's a license to enjoy. It's a yeah. license to yeah. enjoy. Like that's why Trump is the great is the great figure of this morality, right? Yeah. No, I think it's a great point. And I think like it's it reminds me of the the judge in in I think we have to say one of the Manafort trials because I think he's been tried multiple yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, he's now. been tried multiple the, times. In in one of them where uh he, he excoriated the prosecution by saying that like uh they were trying to make his uh him being wealthy a crime and it's not a crime to be rich. Right. And it it has to be. Like like there's not like you right. don't you don't get that way without like screwing over, you know, it depends on the amount that, that you're wealthy, but you don't get that way without screwing over thousands or millions of people or billions of people actually, you know, like the higher up you go. And I think your, your example of Bill Gates is, is correct. Is that the, that the accumulation on, on both the, on both the right, it's like accumulation. There's no problem to it on the, on sort of the mainstream left. It's that, well, you have to accumulate consciously and in the right way. And then it's fine right. when it's like, that's never going to be a threat 
to the system that you think you want to take apart. Plus, I don't think that I don't think you can. I don't think there's any such thing as accumulating in the right way or consciously yeah. or, or morally. I mean, I just yeah. don't think there is. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I, that's why it's interesting. I had a I remember a conversation we were having. We were out to dinner last night, and then Hillary and my and and the boys were and 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 I said something like, "I think if you have no moral." compass whatsoever you can mm-hmm. be you can become wealthy in in american society just regardless like you can do it and they they were like they thought that it was an insult to the people that were poor and struggling mm-hmm. and i and i said that's not an insult to them <laughs> it's an insult to all the people that are wealthy because yeah right, the people right. that are poor they're like well what you're saying is that if you're poor and struggling you're just not willing to do, and i'm like yeah you're not willing to just do whatever to become to to become wealthy, you have a moral center that prohibits you from whatever treating people in a certain way or or prostituting yourself in a certain you know like all these things. You and know, I really th- yeah. Go ahead. No, it's it's interesting. Like I think uh, so. I'm not going to use any any names because this is like this is like incendiary, um, and this person will never listen to this podcast, so it doesn't matter. But um, I do know someone who's. Um, uh, family, like they, they were in, they were in a tough way. There's, I believe the, the, the uh, parents got, uh, divorced. Um, and the, they're like, they lost their, their house. They were, they were getting evicted and what their, um, father did to, to get, um, back on his, uh, on his feet was he lied about having a very specific and prestigious business degree from some university that had closed. I forget where, so it was somewhere in California. Um, and I don't, I'm forgetting, I I think I am purposely repressing the the universities in in question so I can make this like, you know, as untraceable as possible for this actual person. Very good. But they, um, but he lied about this. He lied about his resume, he lied about this degree, uh, and he got this job, and they are very, very wealthy now. And now she she found out about this, not uh, like not while he was doing it, but like after, and she yeah. carries a lot of guilt yeah. about the sins of her father, you know, to put yeah. it that way. And so it's, and I think that it's, and I mean, it would be, I, I, I wish I could lie and say like, now she's poor, but she's not. But, you know, to, to sort of make your point, which is like to have the moral compass, like you kind of cut, cut yourself off at the legs. Uh, um, well, but, I like, don't think I, you have to be impoverished. I just think no, you can't, no, you're not. just not going to be wealthy. Like, that's right, my point. Right. You're just not going to yeah, be wealthy. Yeah. I just think you can't be because, because it, to become wealthy require, I think it just requires a kind of immorality or what I would call immorality that, that you know, that, that makes, that, that makes possible success in the capitalist system. And so, I mean, that, isn't that the way to read Bill Gates and his like philanthropy is that like, it's looking, it's, it's like apologizing for the, the younger Bill Gates who did screw over people and like intellectual like property. Like, I mean, you can, he's still doing it. (laughs) He better apologize for himself right now. I mean, (laughs) but it's a whole attempt to buy. I mean, like there's, I mean, there's a long history, the Carnegie, this, this attempt to like buy your way into heaven, you know, like all my sins, I'm going to try to, to expiate them at the end. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I just I don't think that I think that the problem is that 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 you know that that is the thing that actually is the thing that that's it's 
it's of a piece with the sins themselves. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not. So that's why I think those kinds of, that kind of morality just to me is sickening. And, 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 and I think it, but what's interesting is how it does fit in with this, the, the call of secular morality. It doesn't, like it doesn't offend, like the accumulation of wealth just doesn't offend it. And I think that's a mm-hmm. big, that's a big thing. And I think it, again, I think that's what religious morality and secular morality, it's for me the only thing they have in common. Yeah, I think in other yeah. ways, they're totally distinct. I mean, I think on the question of enjoyment, that's the one I think that's crucial, right? That the, mm-hmm. that religious morality really licenses you to enjoy in a way that it didn't. It's and and I think you pointed this out a while ago that the that they've totally flipped. Like in the in 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 the in early modernity, religious morality was this exacting, yeah. you know, like. It was an oppressive force. A totally repressive force in the birth of Protestantism. And and at the same time, that's when a secular morality emerged in the, in the Western world. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was liberating, right? It was liberating. And I think it's, they've totally flipped around today. And I I I find that fascinating. It's true because I think that the lesson that, so it's easy, I guess it's one of these things. This is part of the reason why I, I don't really like The Handmaid's Tale. I'm gonna come out and say that the okay, the, good. The, the, TV, the TV series because you've just violated the the secular morality. <laughs> I know, I know. But the reason why, so the so the reason why I don't I don't like it that much. I don't, I don't think is because Flyboy doesn't like, it, like it either. By the way, just oh, so well, you're in good, okay. you're in good, in good politically incorrect company. <laughs> politically incorrect company. Yeah, there it is. Well, because I think that it's very easy to imagine. Uh, and I think, th- so I'll, I'll say this too. I think the book, I think the book is great. I like Margaret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my, that's yeah. my caveat. I yeah. think that I teach her all the yeah. time. I think yeah. she's great. Um, and Elizabeth Moss is fantastic. She's that's a great the, actor, But you, know? you have this and nice line. It's, it's really great. So you have this nice elitist, the television show isn't as good as the great novel. I know. It's because, perfect. Well, yeah, it's good. yeah, because the thing is, is that it's, it's, well, this is what I don't like about it is that pe- when people talk about it, they're like, it's this great comment on now. And I think that's wrong. Like it's wrong to think of that the threat, the biggest threat to, to a great society right now is a religious one. Right, it's not, right. it's a, it's, 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 it's capitalism. It is, it is, um, like we, as we've pointed out, like, right. The, the thing that sec that, uh, a, a morally secular position and a religiously, uh, moral position that they agree on. The only point is that accumulation is, is okay. They're both, fine their handmaidens if you will yeah. of of capital okay yeah. and so that's to harken back to our uh neoliberalism uh, episode like that's the f- victory is that you know you can tell a democrat because they're pro-choice and you can tell a republican because they are pro-life which is like what a ridiculous term of right. people who actually right. also support capital punishment right, right but right, right. but even still um so that's how you can tell the difference but where they are aligned of course is with is with capitalism is yeah. with in 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 supporting a like the the expanse of a consumer culture like that's where that's where it's fine this is why bernie sanders is talked about so negatively um on fox news and in the washington post because what he and alexandria ocasio-cortez is the same thing is that what this movement heralds is a challenge to capitalism and it is a challenge to structure and so that's that's the only thing which like mainstream Republicans and mainstream uh, Democrats not just agree on, but like 
like the 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 identity is forged in this like support of the market and in in the support of like the the various uh, financial institutions functionings the way that they have okay like even Warren that, even Warren yeah, remember she came he, out and said I'm a capitalist I mean which is a total bummer yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 No, um yeah. and you know and so that's so this is so to go back to my point this is where I think like the it's always that th- where the handmaid's tale gets it wrong and where like why we have like the sort of the sexual and, and political and civil rights revolution against like a, like a repressive, uh, like church, like apparatus, like where you fail to like the, you can tell in the handmaid's tale where we fail to learn the lesson of that because the evil is still a repressive church apparatus. Right. And that in, and the, it's far more insidious when the evil is the thing that you think can be used to actually alleviate the conditions of people who are yeah. oppressed. Yeah. Like that's a far more insidious evil. Like, 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 a, Oh, a, we just need conscious capitalism. No, you don't. You, yeah, no, do, I agree. You, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's a like, great point about handmaid's tale. And I also think, isn't it interesting how the, that I know it's a fundamentalist Christian organization and handmaid's tale, but what yeah. if, but isn't it really suggesting, isn't it really a show about the danger of Sharia law and and, yeah, and a kind of like implicit justification for the war on terror? I feel like... I feel like that's also what's going that's on. That's interesting. And that's yeah. a very conservative that's what that's what conservatives say is that they're afraid of the they're afraid of Sharia law, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. Yeah. That's why I said yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. exactly. That's that's great. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I so I think I, I, I totally share your view uh, as a someone who's never seen the show. So I, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm especially <laughs> authorized to talk about it. Haven't um, you read the book? I swear you read it. I've read the novel for sure. Yeah, I've yeah, taught the yeah. novel. Yeah. yeah oh, okay, yeah. 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 Um so I do wanna I wanna come to a point that we um, we both, I think, think there's a lot too, and that is that secular morality is a series of rules mm. and not a law. And I think yeah. that that is, yeah. I think it, that its oppressiveness mm-hmm. and its relationship to enjoyment uh, being problematic is tied to that aspect of it. That mm-hmm. it that, and I think this this distinction between rule and law is fascinating. So Jean Renoir has this film La Regle de Jeu, the it's actually the in French the rule of the game, but uh, it's translated as the rules of the game. Um, mm-hmm. But it's interesting that 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 the rule is sort of what enforces conformity, mm-hmm. social conformity, and the law. I think, and I think this is a nice Kantian point that the law is what actually frees us from yeah. having to conform to the other. And I think yeah. that's a. I think I think that's maybe why original secular morality, which was, I mean, articulated by Immanuel Kant in modernity, right? Mm-hmm. That that was tied to freedom right. and secular, mor- and it was tied to moral law. And mm-hmm. now secular morality is a bunch of rules and it's mm-hmm. tied to repression or, or, yeah. or restriction, you know? So yeah. I think it's, mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a fascinating part of the dynamic that's it's, at work today. That's fascinating, Todd. Because if you put it that way, like what, like if you say, like what did, what laws did secular morality advance, like up until the nineteen 
uh, 70s, like, you can find a lot. A lot. Like, I mean, the yeah. Civil Rights Act, like, I mean, yeah. like, that just to start off the top of my head, right? Like, right. Uh, you know, I mean, there was even, there was, there was even a Gun Control Act, right? Like, you know, like, so... Um, well, yeah, yeah, that's I mean, true. For, for yeah. a different reason, but, but no, yeah. No, but no, no, but I think that's right. Like, there was all kinds of, uh, you know, and, and I think the death penalty was about to be, what well, was eliminated in France and in most of, yeah. in most of the... The Western world, the death penalty was eliminated. So, Mm -hmm. and that's all these advances of secular, you know, like the obviously suffrage movements. I mean, uh, all these, all these movements of secular morality, which were tied to law. Right. Mm -hmm. And exactly. And so what, and that's, that's exactly my point. What achievements of uh, recent secular morality, what achievements have there been in law? And that, it's That's hard to think little, of any, isn't it? It's it's hard. I'm like I think you can say. I mean, I think marriage equality. I think All right there we go. You know, okay. in, in 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 court for sure, for sure. That's that's absolutely a big victory. Um, What's your view on it? Are you totally for? Yeah, of course. Yeah, like well, I know. No, no, you, no. I think there are. Gonna, you mean like the like the kind of like um, like the like the from the. Like well, the, I, do, the, I mean, I know the queer, queer theory who, idea, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like, I know yeah, queer yeah, theorists who aren't not for it at all because they think the whole point is to dissolve marriage. To dissolve marriage. as such, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's I, a crazy position. I, I don't no, agree with no. it, but yeah, yeah. I think, I guess, I think that 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 is one of the. We should probably have another show on this where okay. I, I think that, um, I think that that's that's an idea that. I don't like any kind of theoretical idea that actually evinces a split between theory and practice. And like, I think that, I think that does. I think that that's too, I think that's too far apart from like, like everyday practice and like practical concerns of like the difference between, you know, two people being married and two people being partners. Like is, there's a gulf there and there's a huge gulf. yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think that like, again, legally, like having access to certain things, like being like, like uh, uh, questions of med- Medicare, power of attorney, like we can keep going with that. Like, I think that, so I think that that, that's a, I think that's a bad theoretical position from the standpoint that it does not include a practice, a, a praxis in it already. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, I got that's you. Kind I mean, of my position. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I totally agree with that. Um, but my, my question is though about this, so that's the one law we can name, but it seems it's it's tough, right? Like it's like, tough. Like the yeah. other, like like the Voting Rights Act was disbanded in this right. period of, <laughs> of, of of secular morality and political correctness. You know what I mean? I, like we've we've moved we've moved back on some of that stuff. And what about in France? Like I was thinking, because yeah. so they have that laicite, la, the 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 laic that society has to be laic. You know, so. I don't think and, I know this. You're gonna have to educate. Okay. Me. Okay. So, so yeah. there, you can't have any overt religious displays in school. Like you can't wear a cross. You can't wear gotcha. a yarmulke at a the public school. You can't wear a cross. You, and you mm-hmm. can't wear a you can't wear a burqa for sure. And I don't yeah. think you can wear a scarf. So yeah. Um, and then and then you know there was that scene on the beach that you know they had these they had these burkinis that that mm. were developed oh, for yeah. for. Yeah. Islamic fundamentalist women, and then the French police came and stripped that the, they the, uh, the burkini was illegal, and they, but toplessness was legal. And I thought that's an interesting yeah. kind of case of secular morality, right? Where, mm, mm. where, but I th- I think it's still not a case of I think it's even though it's it's enshrined in law, 
it's a series of rules, right? That, that are, it's not, yeah, that doesn't allow freedom, does it? Yeah, <laughs> like right. I was just I know. thinking it's about that, you, yeah. you know, like that's, if that's the whole, if that's the point is that like, I mean, if, if that's, these are the successes and coming from the Kantian tradition yeah. is that, that like, like, like laws, law sets uh, you free. Yeah. Law sets you free. Then that is completely, then this is the opposite, which is that rules. Except I, I, set, I, yeah. I do agree with that, but I do think there is an argument to be made that the women, like if if the like, <laughs> it's not as if the some of the women are not freely wearing the burqa. You know, like the men right, are making them wear the burqa. Yeah, so yeah, there's yeah, a whole. Course, I think that's a maybe it's too complicated to even talk about. We'd have to. Well, that gets on the individual level, doesn't it? I think that's kind of the yeah, thing. Is that like yeah. y- you know yeah. like and and where what you end up doing. So and like that's the pro. I guess that the, that is the end of a secularly moral position that ends up um, d- doing the opposite of of the intent, which is that like what's what is what's enshrined when you by by saying that like you you can't like my God I'm gonna sound like a libertarian right like uh, you <laughs> cannot express yourself in this way that like yeah. you are enshrining in law like. A, a way of a way of being in society that is like free from these kind of like shows of, of um, you know, uh, of, of religious belief. So like you're yeah. you're you're actually you're forcing an irreligious uh, uh, like a- every day. And I think that like it's almost like, the, like I don't know, like like don't. I don't know. I, I, I have to think more about this. Yeah, we'll like, have to think, think about that. Like, like, well, I, no, no. I was just gonna say, like, wouldn't you want? Wouldn't wouldn't the full? Wouldn't the fulfillment of the secular? Uh, so it's you. You sort of betray your own point because isn't the isn't the one of the implicit points is that like if everybody knew enough, they would choose secularism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that by like forcing it, you're sort of like showing like a weakness or an insecurity about your own idea. I think that's definitely the, true. I also yeah, thought yeah. that you. I think it fits in with what you were saying earlier about the way that. The, the paradise would be a world in which nothing untoward could be thought. And oh, I there's think no, there's no differences whatsoever. Right. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. the same yeah. thing. Like, like Francis is interdicting any display, like what they're really interdicting are displays of enjoyment, right? Like, yeah. like yeah. toplessness on the beach, there's no enjoyment. And of course, no. anyone, I've never been to a nudist colony, but if you ever went, of course, the last thing you would ever find there is enjoyment, right? Like, yeah, there's no, right, right. because the the clo- enjoyment is in the clothing, not in the, yeah, not in the nudity, mm-hmm. and 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 the, so the burkini is like, it's too obscene for the French, right? Like yeah, that. That's yeah. what I think is fascinating about that it. That is like, funny, but but again, I think it it does. I think you're right to see that in keeping with secular morality right because it's 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 this inter, it's part of the interdiction on displays of enjoyment and mm-hmm. and what i again find fascinating is the way in which rules are tied to restriction and restriction yeah. on enjoyment and in some way do you think this is true that in some way law is about freeing us that and, i mm. mean not but not just freeing us but freeing us i think it's definitely about freedom yeah. but about freeing us to enjoy yeah, I think like I, you know what I, I always bring back to maybe there, maybe there are some examples that uh, would would challenge what I'm about to say, but like okay. I think it, like the speed limit, like is one of I think one of the great laws that allows for enjoyment for freedom like, to enjoy for freedom to enjoy because yeah. because you just even 
naturally in the flow of traffic, like you're at least going to go 70 yeah. uh, on a highway. It's yeah. just going to happen. And you know what you're doing? You're literally breaking the law. Yeah. You, you are quite literally breaking the law. And I think that it's like, I think that that number is perfect because it, it it actually like shows that like there you can pro- you can go ten miles over and like most of the time you won't be pulled over. You won't be pr- Unle- arrested unless yeah. of course you happen to be a black person in America, then you'd be pulled right. over for right. going ten miles under, right? Like, you know, <laughs> uh, so um, why are you suspiciously going under the speed limit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Or why are you driving the speed limit? You know, yeah, like, yeah, it, like, there's no there's no way of being there's no way around, around it, right? Outside right, of that, right. but but I think that it's it's pitched at the the perfect thing because like it actually ends up being. You can go over it and you can transgress it and you can have like there's freedom there, but also going way too fast. Like everyone's like, that's too much. You know, like it, you, there's the one person just weaving through traffic at like 90 and you're like, that is that person's breaking the law. Yeah, but isn't while, that, while you are breaking the law, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I know, so, Ryan, but isn't see, I'm almost so tempted th- to say that that person going way too much is the one yeah. enjoying the law. OK, you think I so? don't know. You don't think so? I think. No, well, enjoying the law, yeah. Like, like if just, if it is true, yeah, that I mean, Kant would never have said this. He would just say mm-hmm. that the law sets us free, right? That like the yeah. law frees us from our natural. We're not just the slave of our natural inclination. That the law is the index of our freedom from that, right? Okay, mm-hmm. or our social inclination, whatever. Um, whereas rules ensconce us in our social inclinations. Mm-hmm. I think that's I, I love that distinction. I think that's absolutely true. But the question is then, does law free you to enjoy? And I think mm-hmm. I, I think if you're I like your speed limit example because it's so often transgressed. Mm-hmm. But but do you enjoy the transgression? Do you enjoy the transgression? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it, I, yeah. I'm tempted to say that the person going 90 weaving through traffic is the only person not enjoying. The only person the, not enjoying. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I think because I, I don't think that there's like I see that like I there was a um I, I was I was driving in Worcester and I oh I've I don't know maybe I was going maybe I was going a little slow I don't know I was dri- I was just trying to get to Clark University yeah. and there was a person behind me took an air horn out of their car <laughs> and they blew it so that I would go faster and I. <laughs> didn't I made a turn and then they just like they just like sped ahead and I thought to myself that person has an air horn for that because that happens to them all the time right because no one is going fast enough and it's always a problem and they probably always complain that no one can drive no one can drive and I just like I thought like that person is never enjoying ever on the road well, like, okay. I don't even think because I think that they are annoyed that they have to use the air horn. I don't right, think that, they, right. that there's even enjoyment in that. Like, I think that the whole thing. So I, I don't know. I think that I think that that would be sort of because my, my I, I well, I think your point yeah. would be right that they that the person weaving in and out of traffic and using the air horn is 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 so caught up in the restriction on enjoyment and can't see the, the way in which the restriction is the very form is, that enjoyment. Takes. Right. The obscenity is that everybody else is going 70 and right. or 75 and that that's not enough. Right. For, for you. Right. That, so right. the, the, yeah, the obscenity is that the obscenity of enjoyment there is that everybody's breaking the law at the same time. And that like, I think that you need to break the law further to me. I think is that that becomes uh, itself restrictive. Yeah. And, restrictive. And, and I think it's, and, yeah. and, then, and then, so, yeah, I think there's a way in which that's tied to to the problem of of 
secular morality, right? And, and apolitical mm-hmm. correctness. Which yeah, I, love, yeah. I love our change of that, our moral uh, Me too. I'm a, yeah. I'm a big, big fan of that. Yeah, because yeah. I like, it's such a great, I mean, as opposed to sum up, like, I mean, it's, it's such a, um, I've, I'd never thought about that before this conversation that is called political correctness and it is never aimed at politics. It's totally, like, it's not political, ever. right? It's not right. political, right? It's right. Not because political. to, to be aimed at the, at the political would be to take aim at institutions and structure and, or uh, law, you know, and law, or law. right, yeah. right. Of yeah. course. And uh, capitalist accumulation, um, which I hope that that, change that shift to actually directing it towards those things is uh what you know someone like ocasio cortez is is uh, is portending i hope but you know godspeed to f- her if that's godspeed true. to her there's a lot of false dawns i think didn't isn't slavoy famous for saying that the uh, the left never misses an opportunity to miss an opportunity yeah yeah he does yeah. say that yeah yes yeah. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. that, that he also matter. says that the light at the end of the tunnel is the light is an of oncoming, the oncoming train, train. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah let's hope yeah. that's uh, well, or, yeah. you know, let's embrace the oncoming train. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's it. Yes. <laughs> that's enough morality for me. Over that's and out, right? Over and out time. <laughs>